Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. Today, on this episode, we get to talk about something I mentioned in a couple episodes ago. We're going to talk about when you're moving beyond the concept of the one from a perspective of those who are moving through, let's say, the idea in and of itself. But before we begin, anybody who's new, I have a cold going on, so I am going to be clearing my throat. If you're bothered by noises, you might want to not tune into this one because (laughs) otherwise I'm going to have to be pausing and pausing might create a glitch. So yes, by the way, imperfections are what we're okay with over here because I'm not trying to make it perfect. I'm just trying to share a message with people who want to grow up and be their adult self and to move into 5D plane. Really awesome, really fun. Obviously, I care about my voice, but some things are not in our control and we are good with what? So when we're creating a community of people, that's the point, a community not being one person who has the power over anyone. That's what it means if you are your own zero-one-year-old, that you can soothe your own insecurities, your own nervous system, your own emotional plane, and that's because you understand the charges of your own self because you perceive those charges. As today, we have a lot of good trauma and attachment information, You are a person who wants to be self-empowered. You do know that there is not superiority or inferiority. So you're special, others are special. All 8 billion and plus and growing. When I meet teenagers, and I mentioned vindictive women in my couple episodes ago, and scary men, and I'm going to use those words because see, the masculine and feminine energies, they usually seem to be allocated for what? 70% is what came to my mind of um, people that have come across YouTube. I've met men that are a dominant, they say feminine, but the reality is you're not a dominant one or the other, but, but you are going to be inclined to be connected to the sphere of consciousness if you're awakened to your intuitiveness and that's your feminine so if you empower your intuition it means you allow yourself to trust your feelings but you also are open to what guidance comes from those feelings and that's why some of those tarot readers are men Akashic Record readers and whatnot, consultants, coaches, shamans, all those beautiful words that mean nothing more than a person who's choosing to use a word. That's it. If you're a grown-up, you know words. It's called Mahasamadhi Samadhi. So I am looking to speak to people who are intellectually and emotionally intelligent, not ones who need to be handheld through every single one of those uh, words. Oh, by the way, if you do have questions, please ask them. I'm happy to answer them. But if you're seeking for a stepping uh, stone or basically three steps to make you famous, this is not the place for you. (laughs) If you're looking for the three steps to make you an executive, no, no, bye-bye, ciao-ciao, go, (laughs) shoo-shoo. You're a child who needs an authoritarian person who can manipulate you emotionally, which they will successfully do the minute they gave you shiny, shiny, not in their hiney, no, here's three steps to make you the most powerful being on earth. 
And there you go. Off she blows, right? So when people do not have a handle on their zero one-year-old, look at that. Now, when they're desperate enough, <laughs> and I'm laughing not, I'm not laughing because it's funny. Actually, I was thinking about when I was desperate enough and I fell for a scheme and I was like, how stupid are you, Maria? Like that was the only time in my physical life that I was like, how stupid are you? This 43 years of life. Obviously, I'm sure I have plenty of other lifetimes that I was like, how stupid are you? Whatever the names were. <clears throat> I will not be stupid in the future. I will be a very, very simple, simple life in the future. And here's where, let's move back into our lovely topic. So when you are your whole mess, and so you're empowered, <clears throat> you don't need people, not a man, not a woman, not a they, no one to tell you what the fuck to do with your life, romantically, physically, emotionally, all of it, even without knowing any of the great academic information that there is out there today, which makes me happy for the teenagers, but I noticed they're just like the teenagers I met when I was a teenager, so I'm kind of like, ah, my arms, they go up in the air. Who cares? <laughs> Wave them like you just don't care. Okay, and on that note again, if you believe devils, demons, evil, go somewhere else, please. Don't tune in. IHP, we inspire human potential. We're motivated by ourselves. Meaning, you give it to life. You don't want to hear it. It's so sad. I'm so sorry. Go to Go to somebody who's going to make you feel powerful because obviously you don't know your own power. Yeah, that's right. You don't. The power of being okay with Shiva. It's the unknown. Yoga is not the science of well-being. Science explains why yoga helps your well-being. Two different ways to word something makes a difference in how I'm telling you information that is helpful to you. Now, I'm done with my lecture tone. Hopefully my throat will stay okay. <clears throat> Empowerment. You show up fully and completely always. A-L-W-A-Y-S. Here is how a person who has their own self-empowerment, so they're able to nurture their self and take action, <clears throat> will relate to when the one turns out not to be the one. Okay, as you move through the years, teenagers, where I can say I began my, my first, oh, it's not the one, <clears throat> and I was like, wow. It's amazing. Thank goodness we broke up or that he broke up with me because he saved me from having to be with someone like him who doesn't know how to follow his dreams, become the best version of himself with all of this energy and all this life. And today I'm a grown up. And yes, lo and behold, the prakriti of the person did not go and increase, nor did the purusha. And while some people don't know what those means, let me explain. Purusha, pure consciousness, uncontrolled love, prakriti, pure energy. And I'm going to relate that to your lovely embodied soothing system when you can be in your higher social engagement functioning in your human being body it's an embodied brain that can be in a restored embodied self that's if you grow to become your securely attached zero one-year-old now the therapists assume that everyone has to stay monoamorous because of this zero one-year-old that's why they are more inclined to support <clears throat> monoamory versus polyamory I'm a person who doesn't support one or the other. I share with you, some of us are polyamorous. I love more than one person. They are more than just friends, and they're beautiful, and that's it. Now, the part about secure base safe haven, well, that's a different story. But I'm my own secure base safe haven because I'm solo polyamory. That's a person who has in the forefront relationship anarchy and non-hierarchical relationships because we are not couple-centric. We're focused on leading the best life ever, and I've been doing it since I was 16. The teenage boyfriend knew very well my objectives in life. So did the last of the boyfriends that when we broke up, they're like, I thought you would change. I was like, what do you mean? We negotiated what we would do to meet both of what we wanted, and apparently that wasn't enough, but no, no. 
And so this beautiful person, they're all beautiful people. The way they handled the situation, I would say, is the most loving that I have ever uh, experienced in my 43 years of life because they were honest to the best degree. Now, the part of what they did not speak, I understand as a person, just because people are that afraid of being yelled at. I mean, really, I don't, I personally don't understand it, me, okay? So here's where solo poly lady here don't understand why a person that's breaking up with you won't be like, yeah, you know what? I found someone else, a couple of people, really. They interest me more. They intrigue me more, you know, because that's actually what did happen. But you see <clears throat> a person who's leading with a teenager version of themselves because they don't have their zero one-year-old soothed by their own self, and, and I'm saying these words, I respect, FYI, all the people that I've been with, I know that people will take things out of context, and I don't personally care, leave them like you just don't care, because if I ever need to speak up about anything that I speak of, one, it will be with the people involved, and if they don't like it, I'm so sad, too bad, sorry about that, uh, basically, it's my life, I don't have to keep my mouth shut, because you have privacy issues with yourself, no, I didn't say anything that is yours, so when you're sharing your subjective experience with relationships and people, I mean, the reality is, again, some people take it to an extreme when it comes to talking. There's storytelling for reasons. Okay, so on that note, I respect all the people that I ever talk about, FYI. And I know people who are teenagers don't know this because that's what a teenager is, immature. And they have an ego and they don't know their self. So I'm okay with ignorant people, evil ignorant people. I have nothing to say to them except for let me nod my head, make sure you get the floor and let me leave because I literally don't want to speak at all to you because your dumbed down level is totally not an energy vampire. No, it's a person that I really don't want to have anything to say to because why should I be, why are you in my business is what my question is. Okay, so the, the part of when people are in another person's business, automatically you have low self-esteem. You're an indirect communicator. You don't know how to mind your own business. I do because I know how to step away if somebody asks me to nicely or if they get into being not very nice about it in ways that I can comprehend why humanly because that's what a smart brain because of being flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable knows how to do. It's called healthy self-worth which is why we don't need healthy boundaries. Because the minute somebody gets an attitude with us is the minute that we had no attitude. Now what we have is a child with an attitude and uh, we're going to be out of there as soon as we can get you to stop sharing why you're right so that we can nod our head and there were, you'll be happy, we'll be happy, and we'll all be happily ever after the end. So back to the story, what I was trying to get to is I respect the people. So the stories are funny. They get misunderstood. I knew this the minute I began podcasting and anytime I write anything because people do it all the time, always, all over the place. The ones who don't, lo and behold, the inner adults, those of us who hear people and when they say you hurt my feelings, we'll say we're sorry. When they say you don't want my well-being, we'll say, wow, that's really harsh. So sorry. Didn't mean it that way, but okay, got it. Won't be talking to you about my dreams ever again. Or maybe if I ever do, it might be in small tidbits because obviously, you don't trust me to be your friend. You don't trust me to be somebody who wants your well-being. That's a very serious business deal. So words matter when they're, you hurt my feelings. It's, this is who I am. This is what I want you to tend to. We will not be able to tend to your feelings. So sorry, that's your nervous system, not ours. But we will be able to tend to our mouths and know exactly what to do in an effort to ensure that you know, of course, we want your well-being. We'll keep it shut 
and that's the right silence. Because when you meet children who are teenagers who think they're always right and they don't know how to speak the truth, it's because they're hiding something from themselves, not the other way around. So see, we know we're imperfect and flawed, the grown-ups. That's exactly why, as the Sadhguru quotes, they, he says a lot of inner adult chit-chat. One of them is, once you're okay with making mistakes, you'll never make a mistake again. Yes, it's because it's called, I'm going to be flawed and imperfect for somebody. It's okay. My ego and self won't be bruised, but I will accept to adhere to listening and hearing and saying, I acknowledge you because that's the human thing to do. That's the grown-up thing to do. <clears throat> when you hear people saying, no, you're not flawed and perfect because that's only if you're comparing yourself to another. No, I mean, yes and no. This is why an enlightenment soul age person can do this and that because every side of a coin can be true. Which side do you want to stand on? Well, some of us like to stand in our own lane. And on that note, as I was saying, with all the respect that I have for all of the lovely people, the part of not being able to speak truth has been shown to me again and again and again. I personally have no issue with being said anything, but I will not lie to my loved ones. I will learn how to say, so you're telling me you don't want to hear my opinion. And I will start not sharing my opinion because I don't want to have an argument. I'm not actually trying to prove shit. I'm just sharing two different things. So if you're making me work, to be in a relationship, to share who I am. No, I, I'm not working. I, I'm having fun. If I want to work, I'm going to do other stuff. That's where you find a solo poly, people. We ain't working to be loved. We accept, and uh, we accept all. And if you make it hard to have fun, you're not the one. <clears throat> so the story goes basically where the ability to share with me that they had met somebody in their unconscious of conscious, I'm going to venture off and guess that they didn't think much of it or they did, but they didn't want to say anything because they thought I would be pissed at them or something, which is fine and dandy because, you know, closed minded societal relationship, soul age groups, that's exactly how they navigate the herd. The herd's going to think that I, uh, you know, and, and here's where People make up those generalizations and stereotypes up. They left each other because somebody else has to be in the mix. So the part about somebody else, here's why monoamory, man, I swear, just do polyamory. It would be so much simpler for people to navigate their relationships. But that's too much for those who don't have secure attachment. So as I was saying, the reason therapists promote monoamory is because of the zero one-year-old. As long as you don't have the ability to be objective and know... There we go, confirmation, thank you. To know that you long to be, it's okay to be you. Like actual having that. I don't know that feeling because I know the opposite way of reacting to that feeling or I should say responding. I don't need somebody's thumbs up or thumbs down to feel good about me. That began at a young age because I have plenty of family around me and they're different than I am and I'm different than them. And all I know is I'm like, are you asking me to tell you a lie? Because if you're asking me to lie to you, I don't want to lie to you. But what I can do is just disengage from sharing. Oh, you're being stubborn. No, I'm trying to say I have a different way of expressing something. You're not letting me express it. And I'm trying to actually explain that. If you're non-negotiable, meaning you want to interject every time I have something to say, then I will learn how to do the right silence because that's exactly what it means to be a differentiated self to know how to stand up and say, I have thoughts and feelings that are different than yours, and I'm okay with it, so let me be myself. You don't want me to be myself. You want me to be what? This is the three-year-old. This is why the three-year-old is always going to be in a room, people. 
And the family is where you play out your three-year-old. For those of us who have healthy self-worth, my mother and my twin and my younger sister, but she's younger, so she gets away with things because she's my baby sister. And then extended family, it's different because they're extended. What does that mean? I wasn't a three-year-old with them. And usually extended family is in not, I'm talking now out of blood. Okay, so blood, all the blood, <laughs> they all have those. That's your playground. That's where you get to put into practice everything that you preach of unconditional love. So your divine masculine feminine has fun with your playground for those of us who have a whole three-year-old heart, and that's self-empowerment. The ones who are still teenagers who feel that they are defective because they're not accepted by the herd, they have a different way they interact with each other. I'm not here to share for those individuals because those individuals are the ones who are <clears throat> with the adaptive children yelling at each other. I'm with the people who learn and want to learn to be their Zen master. And so moving beyond the concept of the one, for me personally, it wasn't challenging because the boyfriend was the one. And then when I came across Twin Flames, by the time I got to my third Twin Flame, I was like, yeah, well, I got more than one. So obviously <laughs> it ain't a done deal just because it's part of my oversoul. And actually I had already understood why that was, by the way. And it's called free will. And it's called, you have a body, and I have a body, and you got a brain, and you got, and I got a brain. And really what it's called is, you get to choose how you're going to speak to me, how you're going to behave with me, how you're going to do everything that is you. And these are choice points. And it's very straightforward. And you want the best for people, which is why it's not hard to let go of someone. When you truly love someone, you automatically, not even a second after, if you will, let them go because that would mean you're not loving them if you try to hold them by a cord not to mention what are they your fucking puppet again what is this so the teenage boyfriend again when they would say you let him get away what was he my dog that I need to keep him on a leash is that how I'm supposed to handle is that what you think of a relationship <laughs> that that doesn't have my wings flying nowhere I don't fly if I'm needing to hold a baby down not to mention that ain't love. So D1 is not in any way, shape, or form a person we will want to baby. If you're a securely attached person, when people talk about each other as objects, it feels like they're babying each other. It's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm feeling suffocated by the minute with this thing. What is this? And it isn't avoidant, because avoidant is a suffocation of a different type. Because the avoidant feels they need space, but that's because they get overwhelmed from those emotional things that they are not able until they begin a journey of getting a relationship with their emotional plane. So on that note, a whole three-year-old heart, securely attached person with a restorative embodied self. I'm talking to people who are inclined to be here. That means you know about having a soothing system and you want to learn to engage with it. And the emotional building regulation skills begins from the minute that you will ever have had a broken heart to how you interacted with it. So the, the saga story is, I will never love again. I don't trust anyone to show up for me. And I will only trust you 80%. And then I will continue to be all of what teenage land is. And so as an adult, I see monoamory people talking about sin, talking about cheating, talking about polyamory, like we're whores and, and sluts and all this other great stuff. They use words. They don't mean shit to us because we're like, wow, the children are out to play. That's funny. Their devil demons and demonic yoga possession shit is, is going really well over there. I see they're having a good time. 
Okay, so that's basically it. We don't even bother being nosy. We're not curious about them. Our, our brains are busy with information, good information, not, not, not drama. That, that's called soap operas. If anybody wants a soap opera, you can turn on the TV or go hang out with teenagers. They're all over it. Okay, so again, back to the stories that I shared with the teenage boyfriend and that other lovely man basically was to give the gist of people think that a relationship is meant to be holding somebody with a string somehow. That's not it. That's not uh, the one. The one would be you don't have to work to have it go. No, no, it just goes. It flows. The minute it's not flowing, it ain't the one. It's straightforward. All of those relationships have a person who's securely attached know that. We don't need to learn our self-worth. We don't need to learn our soul's mission. The whole twin flame thing, the reason I started to get pissed at 4D was like, what the fuck? You're talking shit about people that you know, and I love all my twin flames, and even if they're imperfect, leave them alone. You keep talking about them allowing themselves to be pushed around, so you're calling them dumb. Again, I respect my loved ones. I don't ever call people dumb in their face like that because the reality is it's not true. They have an unconscious, subconscious child there that's keeping them safe, so it's not dumb. Their actual embodied brain is smart, and it's keeping them protected from something that they can't handle emotionally. And if you're a person who is not understanding or following, please, 20 minutes in, you can tune away from here because you did not understand one word about what it means to be a zero one-year-old. I understand it. So I feel sad for people who don't know how to go to the depths of their self, but I also feel neutral because it's not myself, it's their self. I got plenty to do with Maria. They got plenty of shit they want to not do with themselves because they are afraid of their six basic emotions because somehow down the line, whatever it is that happened, when they started to get heartbroken, they didn't say, I believe in me, I believe in me and stay energized. No, they started to say, I don't trust anyone. Oh, nobody's ever going to love me. Oh, I'm, and so I don't have actual words to say here because this is when the part of me that was a kid growing up with what is called equanimity is like, why are you doing this? I don't understand what you're doing right now. Why are you pity partying over yourself? Just get up. It's okay. You didn't actually fall on the fucking floor. You don't have a bruise. You're not bleeding. I don't know why you keep talking bad about other people. That's not going to heal what, what's going on. What are you doing? Okay, so... A person who maintains a way of knowing all people deserve love. I was a teenager and I began stating stop to people who would be like, I, but I deserve love. And they don't. They, uh, what are you? No, stop. This is too much. You deserve love. Everyone deserves love. They're just not compatible. Let it go. Leave it alone. What are you doing? Again, the one does not give people the right to go around with their evil, evil, medieval, but this is where it's not about right, is it? It's about conceptually understanding. You have a zero one-year-old that seeks to be seen, soothed, and that's your nervous system shit in your heart. And you learned about saga storyland from the lovely cartoonist, but that's not actually it. We have a whole bunch of biblical texts and da-da-da-da, all this other crap at this point. It's not crap, but what I'm saying to give the gist of it if people don't know how to be emotionally mature, they will not be able to understand how to work with that feeling in the middle of their chest and the beneath it. So the gut and your heart. Now, one, let me spell this one out. Those who have had traumatizing attachment, they are not capable of any of what I'm talking about until they get to meet their self. That's only through good childhood trauma therapy and or information that they will have understood. Okay, here's my pattern. Here's what I got. Here's, and they will know exactly what they're playing 
in their own adult, young adult life. So they will be able to see where they're reactive, where they're codependent. They will know everything about their self. And that's the only first step. Next step is becoming their inner adult. So that means moving out of their inner adaptive child, which is the teenager. <clears throat> and that's where I don't even know if that's possible personally alone because of Again, they would need to have come across all of the good trauma information. I have taken courses. I don't know all of this shit just from the free stuff online. No, not even remotely close, actually. So long story short, people who love easily, they're the ones that I'm able to share. This 5D collective is I love easily all people, not just some people. <clears throat> the concept of the one would be where you and another or others are able to have compersion for each other. You don't have confusion about loving yourself first. And you don't have confusion about having compersion for another person, which means even if they're doing something that breaks your heart, meaning dating somebody else, if you're not polyamory type, but you're able to accept it because you know it has nothing to do with your worth. When my boyfriend cheated on me, it had nothing to do with my worth. We were young in my book and there were things that were not being fulfilled in certain ways. We had differences and we still do on a lot of scales. So you know that differences that don't allow people to feel that they're embodying a relationship in the way that they feel loved. I'm not jealous. They're from a place that basically says, only if you're jealous of me, you love me. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And I just was like, yeah, that ain't happening. I, I'm not jealous. And it's not because I don't love you. It's because I actually respect you. And I trust that you'll tell me shit. And I don't need to be behind you trying to check in on you. Because that's ridiculous. I'm not going to do that. If that's how you think love is, this is not the way that I have love. The love language for me is this. And two people can know how to hear each other. This is my love language. That's, my, that's your, okay, cool. High five. We understand how we both speak. And so in that instance, though, as a young person, as you're growing up, you can understand why things take place. Like with the boyfriend when I was older and that happened. I was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Once things came out that I didn't know about, though, because, see, this is a person who didn't know how to speak the truth in my face because he knew that I would say, okay, there's the door. And he didn't want that ultimatum because he he knew that that's actually what would have happened and here's the other part when you got 4d readers telling you about pleasing appeasing please people make sure you you keep in check if you find yourself a please appeaser okay you can identify if you are one of those people very easily with a description of it but <clears throat> some people are not please appeasers they're nurturers the feminine masculine and a whole person is a Zen master. This means you know how to be able and nurture another person and as well as tell another person where you stand. And that's just that you do it with respect. And so people don't understand what it means to be respectful. Uh, that That's because they don't know how to use their voice. They also don't know how to say things when they get anxious or scared. Those of us who are securely attached, we do. We know how to be vulnerable to the nakedness of ourselves meaning to share everything from our heart and to not regret doing it because see you don't regret doing it you just feel like hmm obviously it could have been different 
wish it would have been better. Why? Because when you're sharing your heart and soul, you want it to be at the very least something that people that you have shared special parts of you with consistently appreciate that bond that you will have forever. The fact that people think bonds end, <laughs> that's where they're not 5D. They're not securely attached. When I see people saying, oh, the ex came into the mix. Wow, seriously, 2023, they're still talking about exes. Okay, so here's where the mononormative community is still the majority. And that's what for my polyamory community, just keep it in mind. You don't need to have their lingo. And if you're tired of the lingo, go look for forums. But you'll find that the polyamory individual, unless they're a securely attached individual, they're doing the same chit-chat like the monoamory are. So the reality is, if you're securely attached, you have unconditional love. You don't need to be listening to any one group on the concept of the one because you're not processing heartbreak the same way they are. You're processing it with knowing sadness. Uh, we have a variety of circuits, those emotional circuits, and sadness is one of them. Anger is another. Anger is for correctness, to correct the situation. Sadness is for connection. And so, of course, when you have a bond with somebody and they reject you, you're not being protected unless you're a child who's a teenager, who's a grown-up, who's still acting like a teenager, then the movies Mean Girls and all of that. So if you're a grown-up, inner adult knows that, of course, I'm going to have sadness arise from something that is a bond that I share because that bond is un deniable it will never melt away it will always be because a bond recalibrates like my teenage boyfriend and I to this day I would love to have a actual conversation with this human being I will not in my opinion ever be able to because their partner and I are friends but their partner is still the same partner that took them the way they did and wants to keep ownership of them the way they did and they have the desire to please them and they live based on the command of that human being. And this is where you know what's sad about people who don't actually become their inner adult is that they will have things that they think about that haunt them, if you will, that are not haunting in a way of it being negative, but they're just there because they never will get the answers to the questions that they pose themselves. And so I'm not going to share the full story, but this human being who I've always known independently from his choice, he cares about me. There's no way you don't care about the teenager love that you actually thought you would marry. Uh, he was so cute. Um, but point is I forget how many years down the line I already knew didn't need him to tell me anything and to this day I don't need him to say anything to me it's just sad that two grown-ups can't have an actual conversation because I'm the ex <laughs> it's like what the fuck how else do you describe being frozen in time literally like this is what that is frozen in fucking time a label you're giving me a label Versus the fact that we shared three years of our young adult life together and many beautiful laughing moments, you know, and the fact that there is any shame is a sad thing because there's nothing to be ashamed about to be a person who has cheated, meaning we all do things that we can say, well, I, I learned how to get out of that. I'm a grown up now. I, I was ashamed. I did whatever. There's, there's answers. You know, this is the part of what 
the lovely therapist when they're talking about how you become your inner adult and and how you process that adaptive child it's by talking about it because when you're stuck in your head that's the point you're in the emotion of the moment unless you're objective with yourself enough to know oh wait this is my teenager self which you can do by the way that's my lovely inner growth mindset group those of you who are inclined to be your securely attached person you have the ability to tend to that emotional regulation building skills because you know how to soothe yourself as the zero one year old and say i don't need a thumbs up thumbs down i also don't need a cheerleader i don't need to do anything except for be who i am and i know that i will find the ability to actually have great relationships always not sometimes so we don't put ourselves to the side um anyways long story short for the story i was going to share there came a moment where they actually inquired of my well-being it was twice but they never asked me directly and that's because they couldn't they were not given permission to this day they don't have permission to speak to me so i think that they could probably at this point maybe actually but I don't try because society right here, closed-minded society, this is what it is. When people are supporting, to use terminology, still in 2023, up oh, they're the ex. And in my head, I'm thinking, do you actually think that I would be interested in trying to take a person away from you? Like, what the fuck? Seriously, people, what's wrong with you? See, in my brain, it's very actually uh, counterintuitive that we fell out of whatever was worked because it didn't work that's the point if it would have worked we would have never broken up to begin with there would have been a consistent way of trying to recalibrate because that's what people who want to stay together do is they recalibrate to bring forth the optimization of everything they are you know what's beautiful is when people believe in each other that way like daniel siegel's story with his partner and when he was down and, and, and blue with uh, whatever it was that he was going through, and that, that's partnership. It's when you know with all your heart that you want that person to be the person who establishes everything they ever will have dreamed of having. But not, of course, in a way of breaking the law. No, none of that shit. No, in a way of you continue to believe and in a dreamer and doer way. There's a difference with those who are actually not anywhere near anyways i'm going to leave that one alone the relationship soul age group people um <clears throat> so at the end of the day there are plenty of individuals who make the choice to learn how to accept each other for who they are and to move out of those societal boxes and while <clears throat> for the polyamory community, as I said, I noticed the same habits of the monoamory community. What I do know is there are better researchers, therapists, and pieces of information talking about how to move into becoming your functional adult. So a securely attached person. Okay, and on that note, 5D is what we're talking about. So one, when you have situations, whether it's lying, shame heartbreak whatever you want to call it this isn't this isn't about toxic positivity it's about understanding that uh, your emotion the elephant on the chest okay so feelings that come up if you are using your left and right mode of the brain together and you're using the ability to be responsive not reactive 
you're able to sit in a mindset that allows you to <coughs> evaluate with a equanimous stance, objective. So you don't say, I want someone to take my side. You acknowledge, I would want someone to take my side. I feel that life is, for example, unfair. That's the teenage verbiage. And to also acknowledge that when there is rupture, so when people have situations where there's misalignment, there are scales that sometimes will need to be evened out. Like with the teenage boyfriend, you know about that story. I've shared it before. I'm not going to share it again. But if you're a new listener, you can write me. <coughs> I'm happy to share that in another episode. But to avoid my poor regular listeners to hear the same stories over and over again. The part about, for example, where instead the scales don't need to be evened out, but there's a desire for a recalibration. The relationship where we had an open relationship and the person did not want in the continuation of our relationship for it to be open. And they said, no, I don't want an open relationship. So I said, okay, fine. I thought that you would be cool with it, but I get it. You're not because you don't want it. And they were just very adamant about not wanting it, not because of anything except for they didn't desire to have that type of format. For me personally, it was not a big deal at the time because at the time, for example, I did not have my lovely twin flames. And so I agreed to bring our relationship back to one that was of a mononormative type. And here's where when they ended up breaking up with me, though, and I end up finding out because I'm best friends again with the wife that they had already met them. I'm like, wow, that, you know. That doesn't say anything new to me, Maria, because I learned as a teenager, people don't know how to speak their truth. As a grown-up, I can share the same. It's called emotional immaturity. It's called teenagers who are in adult bodies. Because the minute you can't actually just say things the way that they are, I can say things the way that they are. I have more than one person I love. That's the truth. It won't change. That's always how it's going to be. It doesn't mean you lose me. It means that you get to know this. And if you can't accept it, I don't know what to tell you. Because this is the part where you're now sharing with me that you doubt my love, you doubt our relationship, you doubt everything. You're afraid. Therefore, you're not going to put in your best forward because you let fear take over. That's it. There is no equation. The equation is you either trust in each other or you don't. It's a simple one. You choose love. That means I trust that I will show up and they will show up fully. That's an empowered person. You choose fear. You're not empowered. I can show you that I will always show up because I know I can. So here's where a securely attached person, we don't skip out. Because if we say we can, it's because we can. That's the point. We don't say we are in love. We love because we love. So the one for a securely attached person, if they don't show up, it will not be a problem. We'll say you didn't show up. And if we don't get understood, we will say you're not understanding me. And if we need to eventually recalibrate, it will be because we will know we have to because you don't hear us. But that is the minute that the recalibration involves an entire 360 because we are not able to be ourselves anymore because you're not hearing us. <clears throat> and actually, that one's a fascinating one. When you are aware at a certain point, I became aware in time of people having perspectives and subjective experiences that do not involve who I am at all. I was shocked when I had someone use gender stereotypes 
because after like more than a decade of knowingness and conversations, all of the conversations that you will have with people, and this is a couple in or more relationships, they, they remembered nothing, nothing of what was shared. And that was where I was like, what is this? Do people not remember what people tell them about themselves? So that's the part of where securely attached grown-ups differentiation of the self involves an ear for the way a person feels and thinks life. And I have plenty of people that do have this awareness and the way that they can express it is in different ways. So the one can only be, again, a person who actually not only receives it, but then they want to cultivate and what they want to do more than anything is to actually help you to cultivate you because that makes them happy because they see who you are. They love who you are. Again, this is what love is. Love is, I want to, and here's safe haven, secure base. And that zero one-year-old of you, when you're doing that for yourself, which is where the solo poly is with secure attachment, it's you regulate your nervous system and you also know how to follow that which interests you and to speak truths. That's it, direct. No shame, no blame, no fault, no revenge. It's not, I'm waiting for you tomorrow. It's not, you did the wrong thing by leaving me because you, we will have moments. So whenever someone talks about Twin Flames and the whole oversoul, there have been moments, in fact, for me too, where I'm like, I know they're picking the wrong path because the path of fear is one that doesn't bring to you the expansion of consciousness. But I also knew intuitively they're choosing the path that is safest this means that's their most preferred path which is where i will support them it's not their best path it's the path that they feel most comfortable in though so if a person wants to lead with the shame cycle it's actually quite understandable they're looking for somebody to parent them into life and to be there with them forever and ever and ever in a specific way that's just how it works so some people they maintain a level of uh, relationship where they just want to feel supported and um, how there's no words right now my mind's going for a blank oh but that's also because I have a slight I think a cold beginning to settle in or wait a minute what day is it there's probably some energy going around and I forgot about it I'll have to check the astrology but it might be the new moon so with that being said our shifts we are in a 5D collective. 2024 is going to be great and moving forward for those who are 5D because we don't look at the past as it needing to be with the future. We know that the past will not be the future, that the future is going to be something and is something that we get to recalibrate with AI, with technology, and that at a certain point, that lovely sun and that lovely moon and physics and the universal cosmos talks to us about the stars. And so... While people <clears throat> use stories, like even the whole we might meet aliens, they use stories in a way of having concerns. The ones of us who know that life forms in a biochemistry of whatever, you know, we keep it, we keep it fun, we keep it grounded. The concept of the one is not one that needs to be canceled, and it won't ever be canceled, but you move beyond it when you understand that a whole person has their own masculine and feminine. The body is your feminine. The masculine is your mind. The brain of you has the left mode, which is the masculine, 
in the right mode, which is the feminine. And we explain and talk about why. This is how I'm sharing information with you. It's not a data point. No, this is Maria's gist of things to express and share with you something that you can relate to. If it resonates, great. If it doesn't, it's okay. It doesn't have to. I can send you off to neurobiology of attachment courses and trauma and you can do shit your way. It's great, actually. The more you're interested, the better it is. The point here is relationships are not dramatic for any person who has a whole three-year-old heart with their zero one-year-old because we know that you're a heart like we are. So if you're choosing fear, we can understand why because we are just as scared of you as you are of us. We're just as scared of life is what I wanted to say. But of course, we can be scared of people too. The difference is those who grow up, remember, if there's no weapon, I don't have to be afraid. If it's not an animal, I don't have to be afraid. So the reality is your brain is an anticipatory organ. We don't lecture ourselves, the grown-ups, of their own inner child because we have fear. We say, thank you, brain and body, for keeping me safe. Now let's try and not get anxiety when we don't need it. Let's try and not be afraid when we don't need it. Let's try, and, and this is you learning how to develop your soothing system. All on your own. I've done it organically, and I can share that with you. But the ones who need extra support, there's nothing to be ashamed of. There's a reason why. And that's the part that we want also for people to understand. And that's trauma is a big, 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 big thing. And some people will never awaken to the fact that they can be their self because they don't move into getting good therapy. And that's sad. Or they don't move into getting good information and figuring it out. <clears throat> or they can figure it out, but they choose to stay their adaptive child. And some will justify that. The same ones who basically continue to blind their own self with the word, but it's hard. Emotions are not hard. Emotions are deep. It's your soothing system that wants to be activated. If you continue to do your drive and your threat system, well then, you're actually not harnessing the power of your own mind, your masculine, to embrace your feminine. And that's because you feel powerless, which is actually normal in a moment of vulnerability, which is why when we pour our heart out to someone, a person who's securely attached, and they do a 360 on us, if I think of that lovely teenage boyfriend, we're not going to say they are the evil, evil, medieval monster of my story. We're going to say that's something that happened that taught me how to know that people will say they'll show up, but they won't mean it, and it happens. And that's it, because adults don't do overgeneralizations or stereotypes. That's for the adaptive children who, in fact, stay stuck in their trauma safety behavior response for the rest of their lives, and then they go watch terror readers and say, 20 years ago, <laughs> they are still wanted. So that's a teenager for you. And there's plenty with the twin flame that are doing what they're doing. It's not because of the twin flame. Even if there were not a twin flame, you'd still have people who are trauma bonding or whatever it is. I mean, I don't even like to use that word because really it's a person who doesn't seek the one. They're just seeking to, no, they're not seeking shit. They don't understand anything about how they're using their mind. They continue to tell themselves a story. They don't have any interest in disengaging from it. And they think that that's their reality. And if you talk to them, they're going to say, no, no, but this is the reality. That's it. So <clears throat> some people, they have so much information and the ability to learn about aspects. They don't want to. They don't. We are not here to tell people how to educate themselves. 
we can offer people the opportunity to just be around people who have secure attachment. The concept of the one is one you move beyond because you move out of the human suffering love narrative of Romeo and Juliet, and you understand that love is not that. You can only be in a state of love when your ventral vagal nervous system is engaged, so your soothing system. It happens even without you fucking a person, FYI. It happens by you hugging a person, and then by you being able to laugh about your personality, about what you're doing, what they're doing, about you being able to enjoy each other's quirks. It's actually about wanting to enjoy day-to-day -day time together as you are, and to be more and more comfortable with that. That's the one. The one is, I want more time with you, not less. The one is, I want to hear more about your funny stories, and I want to learn more about what you're interested in, because I want to be able to share it's like Penny and Leonard, but even better. Because see, when I look at a new TV show, I'm really seeing a bunch of teenagers because they use the whole Ben and Jerry's ice cream and saga. A securely attached person, as a teenager, I grew up to move from that teenage boyfriend to others who, in their own different ways, didn't show up. But that's because probably for them, I didn't show up, right? This is the part of being able to take ownership. And I say probably because of course I'm going to take my side. That's counterintuitive, people. I'm going to take Maria's side. That doesn't mean I'm right. But it means that I'm going to be objective of you and I are in separate bodies. I will not be plugging my nose and killing myself because of you. No, no, no. <laughs> I will accept even here without shame. If I need to be ashamed, it will be because I will have cast a stone which I don't do, I haven't done since I was a teenager, because I don't actually have an opinion that stands and says, I deem you good or bad. No, I deem you a human like I. I deem you flawed and imperfect like I. I deem you somebody, I don't know you, I don't live in your brain, I don't need to read your mind, I don't want to read your mind, and I don't care to generalize or stereotype. So the part about differentiation of the self and faces, flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable brain, it's when you're an adult. You can handle what comes up, your implicit bias, and not throw it at people, or your cultural bias, or your religious bias, whatever it is. You can say, yep, I have opinions, so do you. Great, let's, let's talk about it. Let's have fun together. This is straightforward for those who actually have a securely attached life, and when it comes to relationships, it's not because we're smarter. I've seen coaches, men coaches particularly, women that are single are smarter. Ah, yeah, am I smart? I guess I could say that, but it's not that's not the reason why <laughs> I'm single. It's because you can only love if you're a securely attached person, which means you're empowered to always show up fully and completely without any doubts of yourself, which means that you know that in time you're always going to be the same, which means you know how to love because you know how to praise a person for their beautifulness and you know how to be direct when you don't like something and you know that if somebody makes it like, oh, you hurt my feelings, <laughs> you can say, okay, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. And there's a way, though, that we meet each other always. The, the part of being able to be aware of what, again, fuels us versus what dismantles. These are important aspects. If you care about a person, you're going to want to see them be soothed so you speak directly to them but you also support their dreams you don't have them crumble you share with them okay your dreams can come true but here's a way that you want to make sure to be aware that it can play out that's the the masculine and see okay so here's the part of why a whole person doesn't need a person in their life because we don't need them to explain that to us we have our own masculine 
And that's why we don't need them to tell us our dreams aren't true. We know our dreams are true. They can come true and we're doing it. And so anyone who tries to dismantle another person in any way, shape or form is not the one because you automatically have ruined, quote unquote, no, you haven't ruined shit. You're just telling me that what I'm believing isn't true. And I didn't ask you. I didn't ask you what my brain thinks. And the fact that you're actually trying to tell me what to believe in, that's out. You're out. You're out of my brain. You're out of my emotional. You're out because you just did something which is called invade my space. And that's my differentiated self. And that's a three-year-old that will be very straightforward. No, no, I don't think so. This is what we get to learn as we move forward from those concepts as teenagers of the one. I can better bet I know exactly how to express things that I've always expressed in a much more mature and grown-up way. It's very beautiful when you can say to someone, this is who I am, this is what I like. Don't be a party pooper. I'm not a party pooper. And to have fun with that too. And that's because on the other end, you have secure attachment. That means a person who doesn't doubt their self-worth, who doesn't hide behind a corner and don't speak their words of what they want or don't want. You have to know what you want, but to know what you want, you need to be self-empowered. You need to have secure attachment. If your zero one-year-old is not tended by you, you won't know what you want for sure. Because the minute that something scary happens is the minute that you're going to run back home or want to run back home to your family of origin and to do things the way your zero one-year-old learned to do. So if you don't know your zero one-year-old, and so again, the one is a person who knows who they are and they can therefore show up fully, completely with their whole three-year-old heart and their zero one-year-old. They can have their soothing system on as you have insecurity and vice versa. And that's why we support each other always as safe haven, secure bases. Working through that begins with those teenage experiences, moves to your young adulthood, and then you move into equanimity. By the time you're a young adult, if you haven't, that's a choice point. You don't have to. Not everybody wants to become their grown-up version. Some people want the one in the childhood version of, you know, the, the, the movies, the fairy tales. So for 5D in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we create our fairy tales. That's why it comes true, because we know exactly where we're going. Those who want to come with us, we're happy. And when there is the one, we'll know because they will be a part of the tale with us. They won't dismantle it. No, they're going to actually say, you know what? Here, here, I have an idea. Here's what I can share with you. Here's what I, 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 I want to participate in your fairy tale. Here's my fairy tale. You want to hear about my fairy tale? Here's what I want to do. <laughs> and we share fairy tales together because that's the whole point. We support each other's dreams. And that's because we know that two people walk together always if they want to. And with joy and uh, with love. So yes, once you move into being able to handle your soothing system and get out of that threat and drive system, uh, it's amazing. Your integrated brain has your divine masculine feminine in one, your restored embodied self. So things we get to keep talking about and again, conceptualize as well. For those who maintain the idea of the one in I want to be defended and or nurtured, they have the relationship soul age group. We can talk about that too, but uh, for this topic particularly, and just in general, I would do a disservice to keep you away from understanding the beautiful difference in when you're able to just be an independent, differentiated self emotionally. Because emotionally equals also mentally and physically, which means that people are bonus in your life, so you share life together. Nobody's holding anybody on a leash, and that's because you're not afraid that you're going to run off. Nobody falls in and out of love quickly because, again, if you did or do, it means you didn't love. 
means you have potentially attachment wounds, trauma. So let me not repeat myself too many times. People who have emotional immaturity and are non-securely attached and they have unresolved trauma, they are not the one because they're not even their own one. So they can't be a partner to anyone. And if they enter into partnerships, it's usually codependent type. So they enter into relationships that support each other in the way that parent and child do. And there you go. Relationships, so age groups. So they'll keep on telling each other how to better behave or whatever it is. And in the good way, they'll you know, get to tap into more of each other. In the not good way, they'll get to tap into more of each other. We'll be back with more. In the meantime, again, remember, we don't walk in any other person's body, so be compassionate and be the inner adult of you. Sending you my love.